Hello and welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and ways that I can be helpful to you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm also reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible that contains historical documents from the Founders era. Truly is a treasure for your home, and I highly recommend one for you and your family. You can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com. Today is day 144, and if this is your first time here on the podcast, I'm so grateful that you clicked on today's episode to see what it's about. So this is a podcast where we are reading the Bible in a year, but I absolutely do not recommend that you wait until January 1st to get started. I'm just so glad that your heart called you here, that for some reason you found this podcast, maybe someone shared it with you that is already listening. Thank you so much for doing that. I really, really, really appreciate that. And I'm just so glad that you're here. So you can absolutely continue from here and go to the end if you'd like to do that, or you can just stop this episode right here and go to the day one episode and let today be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, it's all great. So if you've been here since day one, Thank you so much. You're doing amazing. This is truly life-changing. At least it has been for me, absolutely, thousand percent. So, so grateful to um, be doing this. Um, I've actually never read the entire Bible in a year. (laughs) I've never read the entire Bible, much less than a year. So I am doing this alongside with some of you possibly for the first time. So that, that, that's, that is the truth. <laughs> so I, I, it has just been truly incredible. So if you are enjoying this, I would be so grateful if you could please rate the podcast. Uh, that would be absolutely amazing. All right. Well, today we are going to be reading second Kings two and three Psalm 48 and Matthew chapter four, second Kings chapter two, Elijah taken to heaven. And it came about when the Lord was about to take up Elijah by a whirlwind to heaven that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Then the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, do you know? that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, Yes, I know. Be still. Elijah said to him, Elisha, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho approached Elisha and said to him, Do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he answered, Yes, 
I know. Be still. Then Elijah said to him, Please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Now fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance, while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Elijah took his mantle and folded it together and struck the waters, and they were divided here and there, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for you before I am taken from you. And Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you, but if not, it shall not be so. As they were going along and and talking, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, which separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. Elisha saw it and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. And he saw Elijah no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them into two, in two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and returned and stood by the bank of the Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah and that fell from him and struck the waters and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the waters, they were divided here and there, and Elisha crossed over. Elisha su- succeeds Elijah. Now when the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho opposite him saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. They said to him, Behold now, there are with your servants fifty strong men. Please let them go and search for your master. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has taken him up and cast him on some mountain or into some valley. And he said, You shall not send. But when they urged him until he was ashamed, he said, Send. They sent there, therefore fifty men, and they searched three days, but did not find him. They returned to him while he was staying at Jericho, and he said to them, Did I not say to you, Do not go? Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold now, the situation of this city is pleasant, as my Lord sees, but the water is bad, and the land is unfruitful. He said, Bring me a new jar and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. He went out to the spring of water and threw salt in it and said, Thus says the Lord, I have purified these waters. There shall not be from their death or unfruitfulness any longer. So the waters have been purified to this day, according to the word of Elisha, which he spoke. Then he went up from there to Bethel. And as he was going up by the way, young lads came out from the city and mocked him and said to him, Go up, you bald head. Go up, you bald head. When he looked behind him and saw them, he cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then two female bears came out of the woods and tore up forty-two lads of their number. He went from there to Mount Carmel, and from there he returned to Samaria. Jehoram meets Moab rebellion. Now Jehoram, chapter 3. Now Jehoram, the son of Ahab, became king of Israel at Samaria in the eighteenth year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, and reigned twelve years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, though not like his father and his mother, for he put away the sacred pillar of Baal, which his father had made. Nevertheless, he clung to the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. He did not depart from them. 
Now Mesha, king of Moab, was a sheep breeder and used to pay the king of Israel 100,000 lambs and the wool of 100,000 rams. But when Ahab died, the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel, and king Jehoram went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel. Then he went and sent word to Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? And he said, I will go up. I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. He said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, The way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom, and they made a circuit of seven days' journey, and there was no water for the army or for the cattle that followed them. Then the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings to give them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not a prophet of the Lord here, that we may inquire of the Lord by him? And one of the king of Israel's servants answered and said, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, is here, who used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. Jehoshaphat said, The word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went down to him. Now Elisha said to the king of Israel, What do I have to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father and to the prophets of your mother. And the king of Israel said to him, No, for the Lord has called these three kings together to give them into the hand of Moab. Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts lives, before whom I stand, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came about when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. He said, Thus says the Lord, Make his valley full of trenches. For thus says the Lord, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet the valley shall be filled with water, so that you shall drink, both you and your cattle and your beasts. This is but a slight thing in the sight of the Lord. He will also give the Moabites into your hand. Then you shall strike every fortified city and every choice city, and fell every good tree, and stop all springs of water, and mar every good piece of land with stones. It happened in the morning about the time of offering the sacrifice that, behold, water came by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. Now all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, and all who were able to put on armor and order were summoned, sorry, armor and older were summoned and stood on the border. They rose early in the morning, and the sun shone on the water, and the Moabites saw the water opposite them as red as blood. Then they said, This is blood. The kings have surely fought together, and they have slain one another. Now therefore, Moab, to the spoil. But when they came to the camp of Israel, the Israelites arose and struck the Moabites, so that they fled before them, and they went forward into the land, slaughtering the Moabites. Thus they destroyed the cities, and each one threw a stone on every piece of good land and filled it. So they stopped all the springs of water and felled all the good trees until the Kerharaseth, only they left its stones. However, the slingers went about it and struck it. When the king of Moab saw that the battle was too fierce for him, he took with him 700 men who drew swords to break through the king of Edom, but they could not. Then he took his oldest son, who was to reign in his place, and offered him a burnt offering on the wall. And there came great wrath against Israel, and they departed from him and returned to their own land.
Psalm 48, The Beauty and Glory of Zion, a song, a psalm of the sons of Korah. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, in the city of our God, his holy mountain. Beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth, is Mount Zion in the far north, the city of the great king. God in her palaces has made himself known as a stronghold. For lo, the kings assembled themselves, they passed by together. They saw it, then they were amazed. They were terrified, they fled in alarm, panic seized them there. Anguish as of a woman in childbirth. With the east wind, you break the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so have we seen. In the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God, God will establish her forever. We have thought on your loving kindness, O God, in the midst of your temple. As is your name, O God, so is your praise to the ends of the earth. Your right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion be glad. Let the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments. Walk about Zion and go around her. Count her towers. Consider her ramparts. Go through her palaces that you may tell it to the next generation. For such is God, our God forever and ever. He will guide us until death. Matthew chapter 4 The Temptation of Jesus Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he then became hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil took him into the holy city and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, On the other hand, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you, if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Go, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and began to minister to him. Jesus begins his ministry. Now, when Jesus heard that John had been taken into custody, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and settled in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who were sitting in darkness saw a great light, and those who were sitting in the land and shadow of death, upon them a light dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The First Disciples Now, as Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. 
Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him. Ministry in Galilee Jesus was going throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. The news about him spread throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all who were ill, those suffering with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis and Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. And those are our readings today. Powerful. So if we go back for a moment to Second Kings, Elijah and Elisha. Um, let's see. Go back one more bookmark here. Pretty, pretty amazing. Um, so Elijah taken to heaven. So this could be a, um, you know, one of the times where um, recorded in the Bible where God takes someone from the earth and they don't necessarily die. So it's very, um, it's always very uh, powerful to read about these stories since there really aren't many. So I really enjoyed reading about that today, how powerful that is. Um, And of course, Psalms always brings such, such peace because we, our minds are in a place of praising God and it's virtually impossible when we are praising God and all of his wondrous works and who he is and just when we are in the awe of his presence um it's just hard to be anywhere else right and that's psalms is just so beautiful in that in that way and then of course we're reading about um jesus being tempted by the devil i mean to be there right i mean he's just like okay satan yeah yeah no it's not gonna happen not gonna happen buddy and i just i love that and how just powerful, the word of God, obeying God and making the, the, the commitment, standing firm in your belief in God and what we are called to believe uh, is just right here. It shows us that Satan has no power, zero, zero power. When we stand in that, in that firm foundation that Jesus demonstrates here in uh, Matthew chapter four, and then the beginning of his ministry, and just you know, oftentimes I am kind of like, wow, you know, people just literally leave their their lives, what they're doing in that moment, and they go to follow Jesus. Like it's. It's pretty powerful, isn't it? And that is so applicable even to today. It's we must die of our old ways and stop doing life the way 
we have been doing it all on our own, the choices that we're making, how we're treating people, um, just how we are walking this life must die. And then we drop it all and we follow Jesus. And it truly is the most liberating. Um, uh, it's mind-blowing. It's truly mind-blowing when you just dedicate your life to him. What can happen, What how your life changes, uh, how your, your viewpoint, your perspective changes, how um, there is no criticism of other people there is no judgment of other people there is only um the call to to let others see the presence from the holy spirit within you and praying that for other people the the liberation of their heart and their lives and that the disciples, they got to, I mean, they got to do that with him. They got to do that with Jesus. I mean, it's just, these are the things that my mind thinks about and, and really just finds such joy in because to, to imagine. Another place that I love to imagine or, or to, yeah, I guess just to imagine is if, you were one of those ill or diseased or afflicted people and you were healed by Jesus. Can you imagine having that story? You know, you're just having dinner with your family. Yeah, um, I, I, I got healed by Jesus. I'm sorry, what? Like, can you imagine? Yeah, I, I was paralyzed earlier today, but um, I, <laughs> I met this man, Jesus, and uh, he prayed over me and and touched my leg and and now I'm good to go seriously like I just I don't think that is um you know adequately uh just thought about like to take the moment and be like can you imagine being one of those people healed so cool I mean so amazing let's go ahead and pray Dear Lord, thank you for moments filled with awe and wonder. Thank you for filling our minds with uh, our imagination where we can experience joy and sheer awe and which brings peace. That peace that passes all understanding is incorporated in that because our minds are literally in a place where we can imagine your son, Jesus, walking this earth, calling upon his first people to follow him, and they drop everything. Can you imagine the joy? Well, or I guess I shouldn't ask you that because you do know the joy that Jesus felt in his heart, but may we May our minds be filled and our imagination and our hearts be filled with the, just in thinking about the joy that Jesus experienced when they said, yes, we will follow you, or just they started following him. They started coming with him. And Lord, we just thank you for when we can imagine the people that he healed. Oh my goodness, the, all the people that he healed. What what true just 
awesomeness that had to have been. We thank you for getting to see and imagine what that must have been like, Lord. It, truly, I it really leaves me in a place of just Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for all of your blessings in our life. Thank you for the people that you place in our life. Thank you for the food we get to eat and everything we get to drink, Lord. Thank you so much for all of your blessings, and especially we thank you for your son, Jesus, who died to save us all. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. I just love reading about Jesus. Oh, it's just incredible. I hope that he, his stories touch your heart, bring you joy, and bring you peace. He is our source of joy and peace. Absolutely, there is no other. And we thank God for that. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>